Hello and welcome to the second episode of New Balls Please. It's good to have you back, good to have you returning a serve and it's good to be back with my co-host Matthew Lyons. Yeah, we're nice to be back here on a lovely, you know, Wednesday evening. Most people will be out in the pub, but you know, us two hardcore podcasters we're in and you know... Andy's fresh from the court, actually, tonight. he's Fresh from the court. Committed to the cause. All about the tennis. Uh, to be fair, it's the first time I've had a knock probably in three three weeks, maybe a month. Last maybe time, a month. Last time was probably, probably with your good self, maybe. That's the last time I had a knock. That was, what, a, sa- a Saturday morning? Yeah. And this is a Wednesday evening. And it's a lot in colder. <laughs> yeah. A lot darker. Yeah, it's freezing. Uh, so I was rusty. Rusty. Yeah, yeah well, rusty, rusty, rusty rackets, that's what we need to get down to. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. So my, my volleys were poor. Give them a six. Ooh, um, not quite a Federer. Not at all. Um, not quite a Tim Henners. King oh. of the volley. Um, the, the only solid solid part of my game was probably the serve. So, so you're more of a you're more of a Ivo Karlovic today. I was Karlovic in today. Yeah. Embarrassed to say. But, hey, you got to work with what you got. And what I had going, I you reckon know. I was on about 60-70% first serves. If you got it, flaunt it. I do have it, so, <laughs> so I will. Why not? Yeah, so we're here for the second episode today, and obviously, Andy's here fresh in the court, I'm mm-hmm. not. So, you know, it's uh, we're ready to go, we're feeling pumped, you know? Absolutely. Fresh trim for me? Not a lot's changed for me. <laughs> Sat in the working world. Absolutely. But I'll tell you who has changed, who life has changed for. Whose life has changed? Carl Edmund. Yes, Kedders. The man himself. Yep. First tournament for the big man. He's one step closer to being Andy Murray. And, you know, a lot of steps further from being Tim Hemman because that's not that's Tim, not gonna happen. Tim Hemman just taught, you know, it's not about the winning. I, I wonder how I wonder how many tournaments Henner's actually won. Yeah, we can ask our uh, producer. Yeah. <laughs> we can ask him himself. No, he can't, he's not here. I reckon he won about five. That'd be my I reckon estimate. he's got a few. I reckon about five, ten. He's yeah, Grand Slams him. Did he ever? I know he ne- obviously <laughs> ne- obviously never won Wim- Wimbledon, never won Wimbers. Did he win Queens? Uh, that's Maybe. a very good question. I, I couldn't. He... I could not give you an answer. I reckon, I reckon he's got to the final. I'm not sure if he won yeah, it. Yeah, he's probably lost. He's probably, probably lost, lost Queens. You know, lost in the semi final. Shock. Oh, poor Hennes. Poor Hennes. But no, I saw. Yeah. I saw the. I saw the highlights of the Edmund match. Saw his reaction. He's crying, crying on court. Tears, I saw that absolutely floods. He was Again, in floods, poor boy. Very different, very different to the two few years ago. Was it Murray's first Wimbledon final? Crying when, everywhere. Yeah. He was on his knees, tears, lying. Oh. Tears for a different reason. But when yeah. when Murray was interviewed by Sue Barker, I think that's when the public perception changed a little bit. What a man. The Scotsman turned into a Brit. But and then that. did 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 Hemman Hill turn into Murray Mount? No. And it never. <laughs> what, what did you What did you say? What was it? Um, well, you know when his voice like cracked in the speech. Oh yeah, he was like, "It's not going to be easy." And then, <laughs> yeah, it went. Then he won one the next year. You know, yeah. so it's that e- hey. easy life for Murray. You know, yeah. Muzz has had a good time. Well, that showed the, that showed the reserve, but then it also shows pitfalls. Where is he now? He's struggling. I Injury. Fe- I fear for Andy Murray. I do. I will he ever uh, become his former self? I don't think so. I think Kenners might. Kenners, Kenners might have taken that. Uh, Kenners might have taken that mark as British number one for the next for the next few years. I reckon fourteen in the world. He's looking good. That forehand yeah. is a weapon. It's much like mine, really. I feel. <laughs> I, I, I put him. I put his forehand in the top ten in the world. Yeah, for sure. Maybe higher behind Nadal. 
Yeah, but I, um, yeah, that's a good question actually. Nadal, Federer. Fed, obviously, he can't. You can't um, have him. Yeah, Novak's just a machine. You've got to have him up there. I think yeah. for the big forehand. Yeah, the thing is, a jockey show. This whole game's so good. He's just a machine. His, his backhand's definitely the best. Tim Henman. Yeah, <laughs> forehand volley. For you know, I never told you this. Um, I was actually at Tim Hamilton's Tim Hembledon's Tim Henman's last Wimbledon. Really? When I was in year six or seven of school, it was the first time I went to Wimbledon. I held up a banner. I found a photo at home. I'll try and find it again for the uh, for the social media of me holding a banner saying, "Come on, Tim!" Love Last ever Wimbledon. Yeah. I was there. I sent a court. He lost, but wow. Yeah. But <laughs> that mirrors his career. That's great for his career. To That's lose, you lose know. His final match. <laughs> you wouldn't expect But it wasn't a semi final though. So I've, I've got I've got my own henna's yeah? story. I can't yeah, believe yeah. I haven't said this already either since we mentioned him so much. But what, I don't know, I think I was like 10. And then there was like a thing, I think it was from like Nutsford Tennis Club. It was like called Aerial Big Tennis. Up. Called like Aerial Tennis Aces. Aerial the Washing Powder. Oh, well, they, I they think. Were, they were like plowing money into tennis or something. So then. Not the only thing they were plowing. Yeah. yeah <laughs> that laundry. Making making laundry clean. That's what, <laughs> that's, that's what they're doing. And then um, there's like some competition or something. And I went to Manchester Tennis Centre. And it was like a day put on by Tim Henman. Was this the one when you won the competition in Nutsford for our age group and Some, then you went through? Yeah, something, something like that. Something like that, yeah. Probably broke my heart on the way through, you know. And, and, yeah, and yeah. then I got got the opportunity to briefly actually meet Hennett. Wow. I can't remember if I like, hit... hit I'm, I'm, I'm putting it out there. I might have like hit a forehand towards Tim Henman. I think that's as far as I can say it. You've had Dan from Guys and now you've had yeah, Tim Henman. Exactly. You've got a star sort of career. Absolutely. Who can add to it? Nobody. Does it get better than that? No. Hit him with me. Well, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I, I feel like, you know, it's... We could, you know, I reckon we could forge a late, uh, a late you know, uh, mm-hmm. doubles career on the tour, you know? I reckon For we sure. could do that. I, you know what? Actually, uh, speaking of Dan the Barber, because uh, I mentioned my haircut... I had my hair cut by him yeah. uh, last week, last week sometime. And yeah, I had a good good conversation with, with him about, about tennis, his tennis career. Um, it's, honestly, this sounds like a joke, doesn't it? Like, it does, the, the it my, does sound my, like it's yeah. some little like little fantasy in Andy's <laughs> it really, head. It's it really, actually a real thing. Tr- this is completely true. It sounds, it's absolutely baffling. He has his head massaged yeah. and cleansed and yeah. then... It's an old, yeah, it's an old school, old school barbers. And then we go, yeah. go straight into the tennis. Then he was saying, he was saying that his didn't warm me up gently. No, he went straight, straight in there. No warm up. <laughs> and he, he was, he was saying that, um, like his son is starting tennis. His son's like four, starting playing tennis at Hale. Yeah. He was saying that if you're going to be pro, he reckons that that's the age you've got to start these days. If not, if not younger. Really? Yeah. Get him over, ship him over because, to Spain. Yeah, because otherwise we'll be so far behind the curve. Like I think I think Nadal started playing when he was like literally two years old. Like, Man, I started playing when I was about four or five. Where was my career? Exactly. Yeah. I didn't go to Spain. Yeah. And like Andy Murray got trained by Judy from like <laughs> he's probably in his crib like what a lady clutching tennis rackets and no no teddy bears just little mini and mini, Judy's arm mini, yeah oh. <laughs> the arm just one arm Judy's got an arm. Andy Murray in one hand. And just a tennis racket in the other, training him from an early age. And Jamie's just like sat in the corner somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Andy didn't use a dummy. It was like a tennis ball, I reckon, in the mouth. You know, just full on. You know, he's just yeah. there like, come on, quiet. Tennis ball in the mouth. <laughs> That's where he got his taste for tennis. 
Oh, that's weak. <laughs> that's weak. So we, good, because I thought you were going to say that's where he got his taste from bars. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, did... as far as I know, Kim Sears is fully, well, he is fully committed to Kim Sears. So, yeah. Cool. I hope so. <laughs> yep. So did uh, did you actually get around to inviting Dan the Barber onto the podcast? No, but I, d- I did talk to him about it. You yeah. Know, about, oh yeah. I did, yeah. I didn't, but I didn't quite pluck up the courage to. You know, so Dan, <laughs> like, ask him to the dance, as it were. You know, oh. it's fear and fear and rejection, perhaps. But maybe I'll just have to get fake another haircut every week. Just have to go just, bald. Just to go into but, yeah, just, yeah. Just just to get it all shaved up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just so you can come on the podcast. Yeah. Another big thing, that, a, bit, a big uh, event that happened this week, Wimbledon, five sets no more. Five, yeah. f- five, a long five sets no more. Hey, can of worms. Can of worms. This is this, this is a big, big, big issue of the yeah, past few years. And then suddenly... In the tennis world, bang. this is like... Oh. This is like VAR for the tennis world. It is. Well, the and... tennis world's more modern already, but you know, we'll yeah. <laughs> catch yeah. up football. So, so it's 12 all, isn't it? That's what they're putting in the... 12 all. Yeah. I think Isner Isner was a fan. I read an article. Isner is all for it. The thing is, like Isner's for him. He's obviously, obviously he... really likely to happen to him. Yeah, because he's got a big banging serve and a can't return. A bit so... like you tonight. <laughs> yeah. <absolutely>. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So for for him, it's it's great, and I think overall it's probably the right decision. Yeah, I think like I think after you saw matches, the US Open get on to like one in the morning, two in the morning. Obviously, it's not happened there yet, but Wimbledon, in its own right, to be fair, players play until like half eleven midnight. It's yeah, it's a big thing, and I think on your recovery, if you're expected to play the next day, it's kind of a because it, yeah, so ruins, she, yeah it, ruins, it, ruins, it ruins this next match. Oh, of course, and it means they kind of they've got kind of the um, kind of the uh, excitement of winning this match, and then suddenly they're through to the next one. It's like yeah. I actually can't perform to my best. Like you, it's kind of gone. You're kind of a bit like down when you start already, really, yeah. on a disadvantage. And also in the se- in the in the semis this year, because obviously it was like yeah. that. It was that Anderson Esner match, wasn't it? The, what, yeah. what was it like twenty? 20 it was ridiculous. 20, it was twenty three, twenty five, yeah. I think, or twenty three, twenty one, yeah, something some, like that. Somewhere in the twenties, wasn't it? And um, and yeah, and then after that, Djokovic and Nadal didn't even finish that night. Yeah, because they because it had gone on it for just, so long. I so they just messed up the whole. That is the Anderson match was dull though. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Dull match. Yeah, actually, that's the thing. You wouldn't you wouldn't mind it like you know you know back in the day when I think it was Federer Roddick sixteen fourteen but that's that class. You they see they that. they didn't just have a serve that's yeah, the thing they you, you want to see that the Isner I remember watching the Isner Anderson game and it was just just serve it honestly I had I'm a tennis fan but I switched off yeah. I was like I'm gonna watch something else I mean, even, <laughs> even at the best of times that's still a pretty shocking matchup to watch yeah I know let alone let alone when it's it was Fed Fed Roddick wow yeah. Take and me, then, take me there. Five, yeah. Federer and Nadal, Wimbledon final, five sets. That mm-hmm. still, that, that or, game lives long in my memory. That game if, is. Oh, oh. actually, it, well, it happened actually in the Djokovic, one of the Djokovic and Nadal. I'm not sure if it was a Wimbledon. Was it the one? Was I think it, it was Wimbledon. I think they had like an eight six in the fifth. It wasn't. Was, was it 2011 year. final? No, that's that was Djokovic's f- not his first one. Was it? That was the first time he'd beaten Nadal, I think, in a major or like in the final. Yeah. And that was that was a hell of a match. That was wow. I think I think that is the right decision. Yeah. The only time you'd say, "Hey, that's a bit. That's maybe the wrong decision." Is say you know, say if Isner's playing, um, let's pick a player out of thin air. He's playing Denis Shapovalov. Yep. Let's, big Shapov. Yeah, big Shapo. Guy with the cool cap. He's a cool guy. Let's say he's, he's playing, only hit the umpire in the face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, accidentally. Yeah, accidentally. Yeah. yeah he's say say he's playing Shapovalov, and then it's Shapovalov's on top. You know, Isner's fighting off match points mm. for argument's sake. 
and then it gets to a tiebreak 12 all Isla wins that sucks a bit yeah that's the thing yeah I, compl- I completely agree with that it kind of it, get, it takes the fitness or not the fitness because obviously they've got to be very fit to play five sets but the endurance aspect of that fifth endurance, set is gone and it backs yeah. and it backs the server as well I compl- yeah I completely agree I feel like if it yeah if it, that, that matchup kind of personifies it really well like you've got to realise that Isner's serve is like a robot he's, he's robotic he's a machine he knows exactly where he's going to place it every time he knows that he's going to have a high first serve percentage race doesn't, doesn't need the fitness either yeah exactly whereas someone like Shapovalov not the biggest serve but he's a workhorse he's more like a he's more like a, a Park G song if you're going for a football yeah. reference like also Shapovalov that one handed backhand is wow beautiful that's a lovely backhand one to watch watch him top 10 I reckon the next two years mm-hmm. he could be up there he's keeping it going the one hander love the one handed yeah. backhand sits a pass Greek guy He's keeping the one-handed backhand going. He's also keeping the Tim Hemman diving at the net. Yeah. Forehand volley, wow. It's good. I hope the one-handed doesn't die out. Like Richard Gasquet, that is beautiful. Richard Gasquet, his backhand is like clockwork. And he's French, so f- yeah. take me Richard whenever you want, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for you, mate. So yeah, I reckon like, so with, with I guess these next-gen players coming through, like why why are they kind of struggling to make a big impact? Why is it still Federer at the age of what? He's 36, 38 now? Nadal, yeah. Djokovic, what, they're still at the top of the game. Like, it's mad to see, it's mad to see how they're still there at such an old age. Do you think, do you think this rule change almost favours them a bit more as they're getting older? Potentially, potentially. I think overall as well, the next gen players are struggling to translate like Zverev takes away. yeah he's, a, he's, he's won, the prime what, example he's, Zverev, he's yeah. won like what three Masters tournaments which is the highest yeah. that's, like, that's like the highest tournament you can win outside of Grand Slam which so you, he's playing against top players he's beat 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 all the top players yeah but then when it comes to the Grand Slam he's don't think he's even he got chokes, to, I don't think, I think he's, he's even got to a semi I think he's got to the fourth round definitely at Wimbledon I'm not sure if he's got any further but he's yeah might not even have made a quarter I'm not sure he just seems to crumble I don't yeah. know what it seems to I be about the pressure I think, that's the five, I think it's the five sets as well yeah and that's why five sets is, is so good so and I hope that I hope that this doesn't signal a move that there you know, that one day you might ditch the five sets because I think that's that five makes, sets is a massive part tennis of tennis as well and I think, and that also makes a Grand Slam difference yeah, as well. Yeah. As well, like it's it's a huge thing. I think the Grand Slam, like it's it it kind of it shows. I guess I guess it's why it's seen as so much more a, a bigger thing to win because you've you've played for longer. You have played yeah. more 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 sets realistically of tennis. And it's it, there's nothing better than a than a comeback from two sets down, especially Incredible. by Tim Henman. Yeah, yeah. is phenomenal. Was it Murray Bagdatis? Yeah, Murray's had a oh, few. Murray's had a few. Murray Bagdatis Wimbledon. I remember that yeah. under the lights. That was yeah. When he was younger, he had a few. Vadasco, he had one as well. That was class. Yeah, Varinka, big stand. Yeah, yeah I forgot about that. That was a th- I think that was the first match under the roof that he beat yeah, Varinka. Was, yeah, no, it was. Um, absolute belter. Yeah, it was an absolute belter. I guess I'm thinking about the next gen players who've got through. I guess team kind of next gen got through to the French Open final this year. Yeah, he's he's a oh, he's a great player. He's one he I. Love to watch. He's... On clay as well. I think he's second best player on clay at the moment. Yeah, I'd back that. I'd yeah. back that. Obviously behind Kyle himself. No. <laughs> yeah. Andy, yeah? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, fair enough. I, I, I remember watching team at Wimbledon a couple of years ago. Just, wow. I just, I, I watched it. I'd never heard the Blake before. I probably should have done because he was seeded. Another, <laughs> another, another one-handed backhand as well. Yeah, exactly. He's just... Class. And a Babalat man. Yeah, I've got to say, yeah, that I use the same racket Dominic team uses. Babalat Pure Strike. 
Charlotte to bubble up. I had the same as Novak. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Resembling our looks, in our yeah. playing ability, our rackets, mate. You know, we're practically Thanks. practically bros. Me and yeah. me and uh, me and Big Novak. <laughs> so yeah, so I guess that's kind of a bit of serious talk there. Really, that's kind of yeah. yeah. So I guess I want to transition it nicely to. Last week we had a segment chatting about our dream mixed doubles partner. Mm-hmm. This week, Andy, well. yeah, you remember it well. Mm-hmm. Who was yours? Eugenie Bouchard. Shout out, Big James. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and this week, yeah, this week, uh, let's have a think. What we can go for? What are your dream tennis night out? You can pick someone's going to night out with in tennis. You can pick a couple of people to go night out with. Okay, me, a... you, me, you, the lads, yeah, the boys, and all females. It can be anybody you yeah. want to go night out with you. Um. Who'd it be? How, Who'd you go for? I'm just trying to think. What's the optimum night out number? I think oh. I want... Could it mean you? I think I want six people. So I want four. I say it's, it's below ten. I want four people to join us it's, on this night out. It's definitely, yeah, it's below ten. Yeah. Um, first of all, you need someone a bit crazy, I think, to get involved. And I would go with <laughs> Dan Evans. <laughs> Ooh, uh, cocaine ban himself a couple yeah. of times before. Well, not not performance enhancing drugs, recreational drug user. Big Birmingham boy. You know, you've, got, you've, you've got to be careful though because you've got to. You can't have four Dan Evanses on the night out. He's the one. He's the one who installs a bit of fun. worry. Yeah, fun. worry. <laughs> yeah, worry. And then yeah. it's like, wow. It's like watching a wild animal. What's he gonna do? How's he gonna ruin his career next? Not that he did that. Thing he's is, coming he's, back. The thing about him trail. is, actually, when he's on his game, he's mm. a decent player. Was it quarterfinals of the U.S. Open the other year? He's done. He's had some. Solid he's not results. a bad player. He he's just not. He's been top loves. 50. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's class A drugs. <laughs> class A drugs in a night out. And yeah. Really, uh, is that the Richard Gasquet story? That's a class one. <laughs> no, what's this one? You know, Richard Gasquet got a cocaine ban a few years ago. Yeah. But it got reduced on appeal because it, he said, because it was such small quantities of cocaine that it couldn't have been like, you know, him using take, it. Taken. Yeah. So then he managed to prove that it was because he got with a girl in a, in a club who had cocaine like, or on her lips or like around or he was drinking out of Dan Evans' water bottle yeah <laughs> everyone's, everyone's gonna use that now I'm really sorry mate I drank, I drank out of Dan Evans' water bottle so so, I might, so Richard so was, maybe I might have Richard Gasquet involved on the night out as well well because he gets with girls maybe you know what so he'd help your street cred maybe, is this yeah, or? yeah help, help the street cred it might be a good wingman Richard. he's French he's French actually for the French have a unfortunate reputation for stealing other people's spouses well i mean hate that well that that leaves the single women available to you and richard can go do his own thing i guess i think richard gasquet would be the guy just let him roam and then just hope he comes back at the end of the night he's he's kind of like a wild animal you let him free you let him go do his thing you see him at the end of the night you're like richard how you getting on mate he's like i'm not coming back with you i'm going back to see this woman with four kids (laughs) and you know what you know what richard wouldn't even do he wouldn't even do a classic act of intercourse or anything like that. What he would do, he would just start hitting one-handed backhands, and that would be enough. Against the wall, just practicing yeah. it. Just Beautiful. Like like almost like watching squash. Yeah. It's <laughs> just there. Bang, 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 bang. In a tennis way. <laughs> so we've got two crazy guys. I know you know I'd pick? 
bit, might be a third loose cannon-ish, I'm not sure. We're, we're, we're assembling a bit of a... <laughs> but I'd pick Ernest Gulbis. <laughs> really, really random. The Latvian king. The Latvian king, but I'm sure his dad is like the richest man in Latvia. Yeah. And he flies to every tournament on like yes. a private jet. Yeah, or heli- he's helicoptered. Or heli- he's all this kind of stuff. And he's always, you see him out at Wimbledon, you see photos of him out like, like I think I think I think it's the weekend before the tournament starts. I've seen photos going around of him out, and then like after Wimbledon, he's out. Like, so do you want Ernie Gorbis like buying you a few VKs maybe? Well, exactly a few VKs. Like, there's nothing to him, is it? So he's no, it's not even VKs. He'd be buying you like a champagne, the Magnum, yeah, a, ma- a Magnum of champagne. Yeah. Ernest Rocco, like, oh, it's my pocket change, mate. Yeah. And you get you get a lift to the night out in his helicopter or his private jet. You know, he'd fly wherever you want, take the squad out. You know, take you wherever. Yeah. Good bit of food, you know. He's probably, he's probably, you know, he's, he's kind of guided by everyone around in the bar. He is, yeah. Absolutely. Courtesy of his pap, of his dad, you know, <laughs> of Papa Gulbis. And here's here's my idea. So we've got three guys, three pretty crazy guys. I think it's fair to say. Yeah. I would have on a night out, Garbine McGrutha. Explain that one. I yeah. think lovely, in, great player. Yeah, great player. And in you like Vene- you like is she Colombian Venezuelan? You like your Hispanics, to be fair. That's fair. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I think she's Spanish. Yeah, uh, yeah. But she in interviews, she always seems really cool, really funny. Yeah, I think she bring a bit of a good time, but in a safe way. Unlike yeah, unlike three. unlike the three you've already mentioned. Yeah. It's so you need a she's bit. A, of... She's a safe pair of hands. She's a mother hen, perhaps. Yeah, you need some equilibrium. Yeah, you can't you can't be running around with Ernest Gulbis, Richard Gasquet and Dan Evans and not have <laughs> someone taking care of the situation. That's a Daily Mail front page waiting to happen. That Absolutely. would be, that's, uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's not really what you want, is it? You don't, you don't want the headlines, you want a good night out. Again, I think, I can't try to think. Serena, no. No. I'd, I no, would... I think she'd argue with the bouncers. There's Serena. Some, there's <laughs> something. <laughs> well, topical, topical. <laughs> I'd take... Joe Wilfred Songer and Gael Monfils purely because I think their moves would be like wow. Have you seen Have you seen them on the court? Uh, yeah. They're kind of, they're they're the free spirits of like tennis. Would, Both French classic. Would they show us up with their dancing? Maybe just one mm, of them. We might have to... Just Monfils. Yeah, because we've already got Richard. Yeah, you don't want too many Frenchies. I think we need we need one of them to keep control of Richard as well, just to make sure he doesn't. Yeah. But then Monfils could be a bit of a loose cannon. He hasn't even got a trainer, has he, at the minute? I He's go just... with Songa. Go with Songa. Yeah. Mate, he always seems like... Mm-hmm. He seems like... He seems like the kind of guy you want to give a hug to. Yeah. He's a cully bear. Yeah, whereas Monfils, again, can't have too many loose cannons. Loose cannon again. So now, we've got Magrutha as a sensible, <laughs> sensible candidate. I can't think of any sensible well, sensible guys we could have. From the Mo- Songa. Do you think... He's sensible. Yeah. Federer had just been classed tonight out. Actually, yeah, he would. He'd he'd rock up in a in a in a waistcoat. He'd rock up in a three piece. He'd be so. He'd be there, and he just he'd just be stand there. People would just come up to him. He'd be like, "Sorry, I'm sat in VIP with my boys, Matt and Andy." <sighs> wow. Trying to control Dan Evans over here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Got a leash on Dan he, Evans. He, he, he keeps running to the toilet. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> Every five minutes. Yeah, I'm trying to think of. I'm trying to think of one more woman on the tour I could bring on. Mm. <sighs> Kerber. Angie Kerber always seems like she's a level-headed. Asa- Naomi Osaka. Oh, she she'd be. Cool. She's. She seems sick. Yeah. She is like. She. I one hundred percent bring her on the tour, mate. She'd be the person who's just sat in the booth 
yeah. with me when I'm bored from dancing, just yeah. having a beer. She's got no time for like keeping up appearances or any of that kind of thing. Or Dan she, Evans. She, yeah, she's no <laughs> time. For she would be the person to keep him on his leash. Yes. Oh, Naomi Osaka is in charge of Dan Evans. That is what to take away. No, I, she's in charge of the night out. Okay, yeah. Oh, actually, no, we're in charge of it, but... Mm, to an extent, yeah. So, Richard, Dan, Joe Wilfred, Garbina, Ernest and Naomi, if you're listening. And to cap it off, we'd book an Airbnb with Tim Hendon. He would take care of us, give us toast in the morning. Oh, no, he'd cook us a full English. Yeah, he would. He is... He is... And when we get home, there'd be a bottle of Robinson squash next to your bed, strawberries and cream. He'd have it all there laid out for you. And he'd have his uh, various, you know, he'd have Ad- Adidas bed sheets. Yeah. He'd have, oh. Slazinger. <laughs> he would be the best host I think you could ever have, especially in an Airbnb. Absolutely. Wow. Tim Hemman, make it happen. I think about Slazinger kind of died with Tim Hemman. All right. <laughs> Not sure I've seen it. I haven't you seen just... it since. Sports Direct bought it out because Tim Hemman, you know, he yeah. was like, he's like, look, I don't want anyone else playing with it. It's like, it's like when you retire a number at a football club, like a football, like a football shirt, you retire Slazenger for Tim Hemman. I think he maybe should have upgraded a bit earlier. <laughs> he had a head racket, did he? At some point, I think, I think, it, I think he got to head eventually. Year, <laughs> yeah. So, well, that, now that night out is definitely going to happen. Yep. <laughs> just, just watch out. Watch the social media. It'll be all over it. I guess it's time to go on to our um, Tim Hetman section of the week. Oh, da, wow. da, da. So, club night. Obviously, you've been... Well, you went down at club night. You're having a hit tonight. Anything um, annoying yeah. happens here tonight? Any... Um, well, one Any moonballing? One, one annoying thing happened. The fourth player didn't turn up. Where's my invite? Well... I was at the gym. Oh, just yeah. too big. It was too big for that tennis live today, you know. So... And tennis isn't good with three people. That's a pretty tennis good with rule. three people is like Andy Murray without hair. Yeah, which is going that way. Or Tim Henman without the volleys. Yeah, just doesn't work. It's just not right. And it's just like in other activities that include, like other activities that include three people, someone ends up disappointed. So that's. <laughs> <laughs> you can't you can't you can't you can't please everyone <laughs> Tim Hemman shout out <laughs> he can't please, yeah. please everyone <laughs> yeah so any uh, any moonballing going on tonight <laughs> not mooning Tim's good. ball <laughs> good recovery <laughs> Um, oh, I'm pretty, sorry. Pretty pretty solid, pretty solid play. Yeah. Um, the annoying thing is, sometimes when you're playing doubles with someone, it's like sometimes you just think you wish you control them like it's a video game. Like just play percentages sometimes. You know, it's, you, you shouldn't. You got to know your level. That's important for tennis. Yeah, and it's yeah. like it's like when I play with you a couple of times and I go for a volley that I'm never going to get and it just hits the frame of my racket. Yeah. You wish you could control me like that. You know. Cons- consistency is key. It's vital. That's what I don't have in tennis. <laughs> That's why I never made it onto the uh, onto the tour. You know, just not my thing. Not my thing. I guess one of my pet hates actually uh, happened to me a few weeks ago when I was playing. I might have been with you, but I think it might have been against somebody else. Is line calls, mate? Line calls. When you yeah. can see it landed on that white line, you've hit a, you've hit a, ma- a mega forehand. You've hit a Kedder's forehand, and it's. Clip the line, 
and they're like, no, it was out, and you're like, come on, mate. Yeah. You then, saw it. It's uh, cheating. Unless you want to go for, unless you really want to like create an argument, so like, there's, there's not much you can You've do. You've got to accept it. You're like, you're like, oh, they're like, oh, it's like the gentlemanly conduct, isn't it? Uh, is tennis a gentleman's game anymore? Mm. Actually, it wasn't. That's a can of worms. Look at Nick Kyrgios, you know, and <laughs> him and Andy Murray on the roller coasters over in America. Baffling. It's ba- that baffled me. When I, was, I didn't even know they were mates. No. That was the weirdest thing in the world to see. Honestly, having Tim, having Tim Henman, having Andy Murray and Nick Kyrgios on a roller coaster. <laughs> like, what, what was going on there? But yeah, bringing it back, like, gentlemanly. Like, it's a gentlemanly thing to do is just accept it but if it happens more than once yeah, like yeah. it's I think uh, yeah maybe similar thing to like baseball three strikes yeah. if it happens two three times then just be like come on mate or just invest in Hawkeye at all clubs yeah invest in Hawkeye I don't or work for Hawkeye just for, you, yeah. can, you can play <laughs> you can play dirty and you know do it back give them give them a taste of their own medicine but you know two wrongs don't make a right two so wrongs don't make a right wouldn't advocate that and the worst bit is when you've hit that forehand and they say oh you can play a let and then you yeah. double fault or you lose the point you're like this is just kill my kill my game kill my flow mm-hmm. not feeling it also the other annoying thing I've thought of happens to happened with obviously I'm going to name them because you don't want to name and shame um, but it, Joe Rogan does it as well actually. <laughs> I was going to say is, the, is, it, is it Poe Hoen or something it's the, it's the it? never it's, yeah it's the never ending bounce before the serve oh. yeah, you know when you think you're, but, re- you're ready to return and then already bounce ball. Djokovic does it as well no Djokovic does it Chilich yeah. already bounce the ball 10 times and you're like right they're going to serve now it's, and, it's then, like, and, then, and then they reset again just, I, don't, just, I, don't, I don't know how your brain can work for it honestly Joe if you're listening mate just have some consistency like yeah. four bounces up yeah. serve easy you know who else does it Pill Henson uh, yeah yeah <laughs> yeah Hill, Hill Penson <laughs> is the worst Gil Henson yeah, yeah whatever you could yeah just just keep your bouncing consistent you know like it's just that you're just wasting be, time that be a rule it should be like no more than eight. <laughs> more than eight bounces. Yeah. Otherwise, <laughs> if you've got more than eight bounces, you just don't know what's going on with you. To yeah. be fair, they've got that thing like with time in between points, isn't it now? Yeah, but then I, get, I think I think the serve might technically have already started. You know, like you're in the yeah, motion when you're bouncing, maybe. which is really annoying. So you can technically like take even longer. Rafa D wedges like, himself. Keep... Novak yeah. bounces his balls. <sighs> annoying. Whereas Roger Fed gets on with it. Two bounces, bang, done, serve, ace, shock. New balls, please. Incredible. (laughs) New balls, please. Yes, um, I think think that's pretty much us for the day. Andy's there sipping his green tea, looking ready for bed. I think that's game, set, and match. Game, set, and match. New balls, please. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, no, thank you very much for listening again. And uh, shout out to Tim Henman, as always. Jeannie Murray, you as well. And Kyle, and Kyle Edmonds. Yeah, Kyle Edmonds, mate. Congrats yeah. on that first title. Big stepping stone, you know? Yeah. We've both been there. Yeah. You're there now. Like, <laughs> it's emotional times. You'll get to this level. If you win, hey, let's say if you win another one, you get to come on the podcast, Kyle Edmund. Yeah, shout out. Yeah. If you hear that, that's a good proposition, mate. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, I think that's all for this week now, yeah? Yeah. We will see you next time. See you on, see you on the court. Yeah, new balls, please.